It happened fast. One moment I was a soldier worried about finding my squad, concerned over what I was going to do with my life after I mustered out, and wondering whether I would score a cute little Saigon sweetie when our three-day leave came up at the end of the month. The next moment I was dead, and very upset about it. I've always been curious about the world, my interests wide-ranging. In fact, I'm a bit of a knowledge hound. I did well in high school, my head in books while other kids played football or ran for student council or took drugs or goofed off. At the university, I chafed at the slow, stiff world of academe, and in a foolish protest, I stopped attending classes or doing coursework. Of course, I flunked out. If that weren't enough, I then received a low draft number, and so it came to pass that I was inducted into the armed services. I advanced to Army Spec 4 and found myself upcountry in that ridiculous war between my homeland, the old United States of America, and a tiny, crowded, unimportant little strip of tropical trouble called Vietnam, which you will recognize today over 200 years later as a southern coastal province of the Chinese protectorate. Our squad leader was a staff sergeant. Naturally, we called him Sarge. He could be tough and nasty, but most of the time Sarge had the easy-going amiability of someone who had seen everything and didn't much care anymore. He would go on about how screwed up the war was, but when we came under fire, he was all business. Quietly, we admired him. To this day, though, I can't remember his real name. We were scouting a jungle region near the narrow center of the country, searching for signs of recent enemy activity. The North Vietnamese troops were fairly good at staying out of our sights. Their elite fighters, the Viet Cong, had commando training and could evade most detection. Our job was to find signs of either, and should we encounter them, engage them in battle. We were resting, hunkered down, out of sight, at the edge of a vine-tangled glade, grabbing a quick bite to eat. Sarge crawled over to me and whispered, I want you to scout the trail ahead for traps and spikes. Take your time. There's no rush. Stay down. Give it about ten minutes in one direction, then come back. Got it? I groaned. I had the best eyes in the squad for this sort of thing, so I had to do it the most. Scouting was nerve-wracking, exacting work, and there was no guarantee that you would complete the task unscathed. Okay, Sarge, I mumbled, grabbed my M14 rifle, reslung my backpack, and slipped out of cover. I moved slowly and methodically down the trail. The sun, very low in the west, filtered glumly through the thick foliage. Visibility wasn't the best. Straining to see, poking my bayonet into bushes to check for traps and spikes, I didn't notice that the path had forked behind me. After about ten minutes of recon, I turned back only to discover I didn't know which path to take. I made a guess, kept moving, and stepped into a stream that hadn't been there before. I backtracked, but soon I was hopelessly lost. I had no radio. In these situations, you didn't exactly stand up and shout, Where are you guys? That would merely bring enemy fire onto your position. Exhausted, cut off from my squad, I sat under a palm tree just after sunset and reached down to pull a leech off my calf. Beyond my boots, I saw the black slippers of a Viet Cong who hadn't been standing there a second earlier. Stunned at being caught off guard, I grabbed for my firearm, but the Asian made a blurred motion and the rifle disappeared. I heard a crunch as it landed in a bush dozens of yards away. 
The little man in black pajamas had reached down, picked it up, and hurled it with tremendous force, all in the span of a finger snap. I stared up at him in sudden terror. He gazed down at me and smiled. I saw the glint of very long incisors. Before I could take all this in, the enemy soldier yanked me to my feet and grabbed me by the shoulders. I squirmed but couldn't move in his iron grip. Holding me, he took a few steps, and I saw the jungle whirl past. We stopped in a clearing I didn't recognize. Smiling again, he uttered a few words in Vietnamese. I recognized hungry and desire. Did he need food? Then his mouth was at my throat, and a flash of pain coursed through me. My arms and legs felt as if they were shriveling. I felt faint, the light fading from my eyes as if the twilight had turned suddenly to darkest night. I tried to scream, but all I could do was...